Well, it's all aboard with the Titanic Museum attraction. We've got first class maid Jamie is in the studio right now with Mary Kellogg. Ladies, welcome to Bot Radio Network. This is your home here in Branson, and I'm so excited to be here. One of the exciting attractions, of course, when you come down 76 is the Titanic Museum attraction. You can't miss it, Mary. No. Everybody (laughs) says to me, why don't you have billboards on the highway? I go, the ship is a billboard. (laughs) It's a billboard, right? And not only for our Memphis friends, I was telling you before we jump on the microphones here, a lot of our Memphis folks like to go to East Tennessee, and they also like to come to Branson. So if you go to East Tennessee, for those listeners, you can enjoy the Titanic and Pigeon Forge. Right. We built a second one. Yeah. I didn't sleep for 18 months while we built this one. (laughs) And then John, my husband, comes in and says, we're going to build a second one. And I go, well, where are we going to build that? And he goes, Pigeon Forge, Tennessee. And I went, well, where is that? (laughs) Hey, how's John doing? He's doing great. Thank you for asking. Has he been down on any submarines lately? No, 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 those days are long gone. <laughs> They're all past. They're okay. long gone. They're all yeah. past. Yeah, we should tell your listeners about that. We, you know, you needed to. Well, we have we've talked about it before mm-hmm. in some of the exciting journeys and adventures that John has been on. It's so good to see you again, Jamie, first class maid. You just recently came off a cruise. I did. Sometimes you, when you work <laughs> in Branson, you take a vacation, right? Yes. You know, it's that, well, the irony is not lost on us that when you take a break from cruising on their Titanic ship, we take a cruise. You know, I don't know if I've asked you this question before. What was it like to be a first class passenger on the Titanic? And what experience weighted those getting ready to board the Titanic at that time? Okay, number one, obscene opulence is the name of the game in first class. Really, it was, because uh, the Titanic uh, already knows going in that they don't have the fastest engines. They can't get you there as fast as the competitors. But we're still in the throes of construction, and what we can do is outdo the competitor with style and luxury. And boy, did they. And that's one of the reasons when you hear about Titanic, that is what's talked about so much, how everything was so over-the-top and luxurious, because all of these first-class passengers were accustomed to the finer things in life. But when they stepped on the Titanic, even they couldn't believe their (laughs) eyes at the obscene opulence that they were just met with. Well, talk about some of those amenities, what they would experience. Yes. Okay. Now, for example, the you're only talking about a seven-day cruise, okay? And there was one lady, Charlotte Cardeza, who brought the most luggage of any person on board Titanic for a seven-day cruise. She had 14 steamer trunks of clothes, oh, right? Now, to her credit, the first-class ladies were expected to change their entire wardrobes at least five times every day. That's a uh, just a few things she had packed in there were 91 pair of gloves, 70 dresses, and 38 feather boas. Now listen, Byron, I appreciate a fine feather boa as much as the next lady, but 38, ah, come on. But some of the things that they could do on there, the promenade, that's where everybody's going to look at you, walk around. You're going to have tea, that's a very important part of your day, and then you're going to have the big dinner party that night. It's going to last over three hours, no children are allowed, and it's going to be 11 courses. Ooh. Yes, 11 courses. Um, So So I look at the menus, and we have several of those menus, real ones from Titanic on display, and I just have to think that they must have had a different set of taste buds in 1912 than we do now, because I don't care what you do to it. I want no part of ox tongue. (laughs) Oh, my goodness. (laughs) I don't blame you. I don't think that would be... Mary, what about you? Some ox tongue on the menu? No. 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 (laughs) But I did see it in the grocery store the other day. Yeah. I did. I I thought, well, I'm going to buy some for Jamie, and now she can taste it. (laughs) I think I saw somebody selling some... Ox tongue tacos. So, oh, of course. Yeah, really? Yeah. So, see, it's a delicacy. Yeah, of I think course. so. Yeah. Yes. 
Mary, do you know the story of Violet Jessup? She was one of the survivors of the Titanic. I would love to share that story, but I know Jamie, and I've heard her tell that story many, many times. Well, so I'm going to turn it back to her. <laughs> yeah. Well, Violet Jessup, number one, she was beautiful. Oh, she was breathtakingly beautiful. And she actually was on all three of the White Star Line incidents. Let's put it that way. We'll call them an incident, okay? So they're building these three ships identical in every way, okay? Now, the first one out of the chute is going to be the Olympic. It was tradition to name all of the White Star Line ships ending with the letters IC, okay? So we have Olympic. She's on board with that. And about five voyages in, it gets rammed into the side by the USS Hawk. A huge gash is torn in her. She almost sank. She limps her way back home, put in dry dock. They patch her up. Violet survived that as a crew member. Okay, the next one out of the chute is the Titanic. Well, she hits the iceberg and she sinks. Violet survived that. Well, that all went so good that she thinks, why not? Let me go on that third one. Now, the third one was going to be called the Gigantic. But after Titanic went down, the White Star Line thought that name might be a bit over the top, so they renamed her the Britannic. Now, the Britannic never did get to serve as a luxury liner. She was pressed into military service during the war, and she served as a hospital ship transporting soldiers. So as a nurse, she went on, you know, to go on to the Britannic. Well, during wartime, it hits a mine and it sinks. So two out of the three sisters sank, but she survived all three incidents that they, <laughs> that oh, they experienced. Isn't that incredible, yeah. Mary? Yeah, she was only one of 23 women aboard this wow. ship as crew members. Okay, Mary, what's taking place on the Titanic here in Branson today? What's happening? I know you know. We start working on projects three and four years ahead. Yes. So we know what we're doing in 2026 already. Right. So 23, we started in 20, and we identified that we'd like to pay tribute to the 135 children that were aboard the ship. So we went into a major research study, redid all of our boarding passes, and identified artifacts that we could bring in. So as we began getting towards the end of it, I kind of called the whole staff together, and I kept saying, shoes for kids, because what we're getting is two descendant pairs of shoes that are being placed in each of the museums to tell their stories from their descendants. And so I kept saying, you know, I see shoes for kids. There must be an organization that does that. Samaritan's Feet. And we found Samaritan's (laughs) Feet. And the culture between the two companies parallel each other with faith and caring about people. And so we met with them. They're in Carolinas. Can I interrupt you right there for a second? Manny Homon. Manny. who, Who is the founder of this. He's from Nigeria. He's been on the show. I've interviewed him on the show and back very, in Memphis. Very exuberant. An incredible story. Yes, I love Manny and yeah. the whole Samaritan's Feet story, how it began. We won't go there right now. No. But I was wondering, so this is really a special partnership for you guys. Oh, very. Yeah. In three days, we did over 1,000 kids. Wow. And uh, we have scheduled another 2,000 in the next two weeks. Can you explain this process of how the Samaritan's Feet, what they do with these shoes? Sure. Once you make your commitment to uh, Samaritan's Feet, you now have an opportunity to put shoes on children. And the strategy that we went with, because getting into the schools today is really tough, and I understand why. Mm -hmm. And then we made a decision, let's go to the Boys and Girls Club. Mm -hmm. That's where the kids are. And we met with all the Boys and Girls Club. Now we work through the Boys and Girls Club. They identify the children. They bring them in. All the crew is there. And then the process of actually putting the shoes, but it's about the dialogue that goes on with the children. And so I had a young little boy, and he, I said, what do you want to do when you grow up? 
it was a young girl. Let me qualify that. It was a young girl. She said, well, I think I'd like to be a fire person. Oh. And I said, well, I think you need to reach higher than that. I think you could be a captain of the fire department. <laughs> She'd never thought about that before. Oh. So I love the partnership. The connection is wonderful. Mm. Another great story of the Titanic Museum attraction. And as folks come to Branson this summer, what are they going to experience, Jamie? Well, you know, this one, Byron, is the biggie. So if you've ever been to either Titanic. You've not been to it this time. <laughs> You've got to come back. And it's exciting for the crew because we all learn new things. I always say the Titanic is the history lesson that never ends. Yes. Just never ends. You know, I happened to be walking uh, through the th ship one day and Jamie was giving a dissertation about one of the stories that she was sharing with him. And I heard the woman say to her, do you ever get tired of telling these stories? <laughs> and Jamie quickly came back and said, no, you see, they're standing here next to me, hmm. saying to me, don't ever let them forget about me, Jamie. Yes. Wow. Mary, on a personal note, your favorite summertime adventure in Branson? Well, first of all, you need to set aside five days because it will take you that long to get through everything. Yeah. And I think I'd start my day with the theme park okay. and take action with all the Silver Dollar City. It was just named number one yes. theme park in the country. So, How about for you, Jamie? Mine is going to be the food. I love all the food options in Brands, and I could eat my way all the way through this town <laughs> and have several times. And I love, love, love to go to the lakes. Surrounded by the Ozarks, too, <laughs> yeah. right? You know, I, we have a home up in the hill, and 180 degrees, we look at the lake. Yeah. I mean, it's just breathtakingly beautiful. Oh, that's awesome. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Well, we're going to have to wrap it up and okay. move this ship on. Thank you. <laughs> but we thanks, lady. It. Thank it's you, always lady. a pleasure. Always wonderful to see Thank you, Mary. You. Thank you. Thank you, Byron. Well, Lynn, here in Branson, not only can you find some wonderful places to eat, Shopping is incredible, <laughs> the shows, but sometimes you need to get out mm -hmm. among the Ozarks and really enjoy the beauty. And what better way to do it than Branson Zipline at Wolf Mountain? I Our mean, very first zipline and one of the best in southwest Missouri. I mean, this is a top-ranked zipline. I mean, a lot of thought went behind this whole project. And Mingo Arvizu is here. He's the operations manager. Mingo. Yes, sir. So good to have you here. Thank you. Welcome so, to so Byte Radio. To Thank you so much. <laughs> How long have you been in this position? I started there in February Okay, and have just been getting familiar, getting my uh, mm. feet settled and recognizing what, what the job is, but it, it has been nothing but fun. I, I, I promise you, <laughs> it has been a blast. Well, Wolf Mountain offers a variety of exciting adventures for the whole family. Whether you're obsessed with snow tubing, mm. love the thrill of free-falling 100 feet, which I don't know if I could do that, but... <laughs> <laughs> or ziplining through the Ozark Mountains. Whatever your style is, they've got you covered. And I tell you, I have done the zipline, and it is beautiful. My whole family did, actually. Oh, really? Yeah, several years really? ago. So we've experienced awesome. it. And even my wife did, who was a little apprehensive, you know. About you know, we're pretty good at dealing with folks that are a little apprehensive. Yes. Our guides are excellent are. at, you know, helping people get past those nervous feelings. If you're not used to those kind of heights and that kind of speed, it might seem a little intimidating, but they're all really good at talking people into the fun. Is there age requirements? Is there somebody who can't get on the zipline? Well, we have kind of a weight requirement. There's really not an age requirement. 
requirement. As far as the weight, if you're over 270 pounds, that's kind of pushing it. But if you are under that, you're good to go. And then on the bottom end, Mm -hmm. you need to weigh at least 70 pounds. And that one's not necessarily a safety issue. That's about making sure that our guides don't have to go out and retrieve you off the line (laughs) over and over again. But if you are, like if we're having a day that's kind of slow, we can take somebody that's got a smaller uh, weight. uh, But we have to make sure that the harness fits. Okay. And then that's it. Mingo, just how high are we talking about when we're hooked to the line and we're zipping through the trees there? Some of our towers will have you up at about 40 feet. The uh, Everest Tower, where we do the blue streak into it and Mm -hmm. then do the uh, 100-foot free fall, is a 100-foot tower. Uh, So, yeah, that one's uh, (laughs) – and that free fall, you don't fall for the whole 100 feet. It's a power (laughs) fan that kind of arrests your fall, Mm -hmm. starting at about probably 50 to 60 feet. But 30 feet above that, your heart's arrested, though, right? (laughs) That can can very much happen. You know, whenever I first went on that, I was just, like, looking at the highway – and yep. thinking, when the next car passes, I'll step off. Because I couldn't look down. I knew if I looked down, it was going to be a big hurdle. So I just looked at the highway and made it right off. And boy, once you get going, it's just so much fun. So, Mingo, there's actually more than one zip line to choose from mm-hmm. at Wolf Mountain. Yes. Yeah, we, we have uh, seven lines. And we can break it up. We can do kind of an avalanche, which is basically this is something that we do for groups, large mm-hmm. groups. We'll start halfway down the course. The avalanche includes the bottom half of the course. And then they can... Also, Snowflex, that's a yeah. bundle. And the Snowflex Hill is a blast. If you've never tried that, you got to come out, you get yourself seated in a tube, we'll send you over to Hill. Now, that's not something fly. you have to wait till it snows in the wintertime. Not at all. Sorts. That's all year round. In any weather, we can Snowflex, and it's right. so much fun. The kids love it. It's really popular. It's become pretty popular around Christmas time. So yeah. after Thanksgiving, mm-hmm. you know, people mm-hmm. are lining up to get on that thing, and, yeah. and it just kind of goes with the— Now, you know, is that something you enjoy solo, or can multiple people get on the— Oh, yeah. We can do groups of up to eight holding oh. on to one another, <laughs> and we can have, like, these tube snakes going down the hill or— <laughs> or a big tube circle or, you know, so yeah, we can we can send groups down at once. So Definitely. what's most unique about Wolf Mountain compared to other area zip lines? And there's a couple around. Well, you know, we do have a pretty large course, the sky bridges, the seven lines. When you add in the blue streak and the power fan free fall, that's a huge plus that some of the others don't have. I think one of the most important things to recognize is that we are the only ACCT accredited zip line mm. in the area. So what does that mean? That is the Association of Challenge Course Technology. It is an accreditation service that literally comes in and makes certain that every one of the companies that are associated with them are following a very strict set of standards. Mm-hmm. So our safety level has just improved greatly oh, upon that. getting involved with them. Now, were you the last one to see that big grizzly bear alive that's in your <laughs> gift shop? <laughs> no, I'm afraid I wasn't. But he is something. And oh he's still God. there. Yes. He's available for sale. What? Everything in our gift shop is available you mean that, for sale. It's about 10, 12 feet tall. Oh, yeah. I mean, maybe more. Oh, yeah. yeah. And and we have uh, uh, just the decor in there is really exciting. Uh, yes. People can spend an hour just walking around in there and looking that's at right. things. Oh, there's like a little balcony you can sit out and mm. just enjoy the beautiful Ozarks. Mm. Okay, talk about some of the wildlife possibilities. Mm-hmm. There's a lot of wildlife in the Ozarks, so oh, for sure. while I'm zipping around, what am I likely or possibly going to see when I'm out there? Well, you're most likely going to see a squirrel. Uh, <laughs> yeah, <laughs> through that. We've got plenty of those. Every now and then, I spot a lot of box turtles. I sometimes will slow my Can-Am down as I'm going up the hill because uh, I don't want to hurt a little guy. So we got that. We got raccoons. Uh, you can see possum occasionally. 
on our sky bridges, there is an owl that has been living in a dead hollowed out tree really? off to the right of the sky bridges. And he will stand there and watch people go by every now and again. <laughs> Sometimes he's a little intimidated by the size of the crowd that's crossing the sky bridges. But most of the time, he'll just sit there and look, watch oh, him go. Okay. Wow, I love so, that. Okay. I'm shaking in my boots. I have a fear of heights. What can you do to help me get on that line? Once you gear up and you recognize the, the level of concern and effort we put into the safety of our guests, yeah. it, it really does put people at ease. And then when you, you, know, you see a nine-year-old just oh, jump on the line, oh. go ahead of you, then you're like, well, I better go. <laughs> better go. <laughs> well, I will say this. Once you go off that first, what do you call it, a ledge or yep. that first drop, and you really aren't dropping. You're secure there. You're just really zipping. And once you experience that, oh, my goodness, you're going to love it. It is so fun. And, and, you know, when you settle in in your harness on the line, it's like you're sitting down in a chair. Mm -hmm. Yes. And then you just take off. And it's just the most exhilarating, thrilling thing you could ask for. And the guides out there, you know, with you, they make it fun. They really, really do. (laughs) Thank you for noticing that. They do. They really do. We have some great guides. I tell them every day, I'm like, look, you know, anybody can hook somebody up in a harness and put their trolley on a line and send them rolling. But... You know, it's you guys that really make the difference. And I encourage them to have fun yep. with their guests, to yeah. s- get to know them, find out who they are, what mm-hmm. they're from, what they like, you know, yeah. mm-hmm. uh, and just have fun. And they do. They have a lot of fun. Yeah. Well, Lynn, what about that 100-foot drop? You ready for it? You know, I have only done it once. You have done it. And it was very, at the very beginning <laughs> when, when it was first opened. And we bring a lot of outdoor writers to town. And we had 125 last year. And the thing that they chose, the Snowflex. Snowflakes, okay. They went repeatedly on that hill. Yeah, so. it is so much fun. We encourage our Bot Radio Network listeners to come out to Wolf Mountain and enjoy the Branson Zipline there. What about getting tickets, Mingo? Go to BransonZipline.com. You can order everything online. You can order insurance for your uh, tickets so that if you want to bail for any reason, you don't have to worry about that. We're prepared to go in the rain, but some others aren't so much. So it's like really affordable insurance for your tickets. You can get them right there online. You can buy any of our packages there. You can find out all about ours and what is necessary. So anything that I was mentioning about how to prepare for it, yeah. it's all right there online as well. And that's at BransonZipline.com or WolfMountainBranson.com. Nice. Okay, Mingo, on a personal note, mm-hmm. what's your favorite summertime adventure here in Branson? Well, I guess I should say Branson's. <laughs> no, I, ab- I absolutely love what we do out there, and it is a lot of fun. But, boy, I can't even tell you how much I love just the water that's available in this part of the country. Mm-hmm. We got three amazing lakes right here. And if you're a fisherman, you can experience every kind of fishing in this area. You know, you got the warm water of Table Rock. We've got the ice cold water of Taney Como. And then you get over to Bull Shoals and get all that muddy water fishing. And so much uh, for the outdoor sportsmen. I particularly love to jump in a canoe and just float. That is one of my favorite things. Oh, I love it. You worked for a time out at Silver Dollar City, too, didn't you? Mm -hmm. I did. Years and years ago, I was out there and had a blast. I worked with the street performers. I played this crazy mountain man. I used to (laughs) bust out of the woods and entertain people waiting in lines, and they wouldn't be able to tell really whether I was a real hillbilly or, you know, just some guy. It was so fun uh, because they would seem so shocked because I would take longer routes to be able to do that, but it was a lot of fun. <laughs> That's it. a great trip. Mingo, thank you so much. Again, friend, get your tickets. Branson Zipline at Wolf Mountain. You don't want to miss it. Great attraction here. Mingo, thanks so much for joining thank you. Bot Radio. Such a pleasure.
Well, Lynn, we are having way too much fun than we should have. <laughs> but hey, we're in Branson. That's right. So that's what's supposed to happen, it is right? All fun, all the time. And everything we're talking about is at explorebranson.com for hotel accommodations, suggestions, planning groups, too, is mm-hmm. important to go yes. to that website. Yes, very much so. We have a 10 step little program that you can just check, 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 check. And can just lay it all out for That's you, right. help you out, makes it so convenient. Well, I love the way the strip has evolved. You know, we know about the octopus for the aquarium, oh, you know, the great attraction there. But there's something else that's very exciting and people are talking about. It is Beyond the Lens. Tracy Field is here. This is the technotainment where technology and entertainment collide, Tracy. There you go. Yes, it is. (laughs) (laughs) Welcome to Mont Radio Network. Well, thank you. Thank you for having us. So how long have you been working with Beyond the Lens? Uh, Over three years now. Okay. So pretty much since they opened. And, And I love the creativity put into the storefront, if you will, okay? You drive by. I love it because it's flashy, it's big, it's exciting, and it's intriguing. You're going, what is inside there? (laughs) A lot of folks say that. Once they come inside, uh, we say expect the unexpected, and they have a great time with us. Exploring the best pop culture with interactive games, amazing photo ops, and intriguing exhibits. Where did this whole idea for Behind the Lens begin in the first place? Beyond the Lens, well, as a society, we have a tendency. We spend a lot of time in front of our telephones, our, our iPhones, sure. our yep. Androids, whatever it may be. So we said, you know, let's go beyond the lens. Put your phone down. We love you to take pictures. We're not saying don't bring your phone. <laughs> but... We're going to take care of that for you. We have several photo kiosks that have great, unique photo opportunities that show and create memories with generations because it is for all ages. You will see great-grandchildren with their great-grandparents all laughing and reminiscing in a way and experiencing things from different perspectives, which is really fun. So that is beyond the lens. It's really kind of take at, be immersed, be interactive, and enjoy it. And what will be some of the ideas or some of the things they might be reminiscing and enjoying together? Can you give us a little? Oh, yeah, absolutely. So even from the time you walk in, you're first a celebrity, you're walking the red carpet, you're going to go upstairs, and then you're going to go dancing through the decades. So we take you from the 1950s through modern day dance and show that. And then we go into the pop culture room, which again, 1960 mm-hmm. through modern day. And a lot of that is very cool because you do see those generations going, well, I remember when we had this. We have a rotary phone. Yeah. And so you talk, you know, take a four-year-old and say, what is this? They have no. <laughs> clue. Um, you know, and so you kind of laugh because you think, gosh, back when I first moved to this area, there was party lines, exactly. you know. So it's uh, it's really interesting to watch that and them to bridge those generations and relive some of those memories and, and help educate those, right. the children. Now, Fly Ride, oh. this is the exciting way to explore over 20 famous landmarks. Yes. Fly Ride is definitely our flagship of our attraction. And what it is, it's an immersive ride where you sit in a seat, a reveal door opens, the seats come out, your feet are dangling, (laughs) and you take flight. The seats have motion, so you feel like you're hand gliding. You'll go over 22 national landmarks. You'll have wind in your hair. You'll have smells. You'll have mists. And it's a great experience. And that all ages. We honor our veterans. They come in Veterans Week. We actually provide a free ticket for our veterans and their families during that week. You will see some emotional folks come off that fly ride. Um, There's some parts of that that are very geared to that. Mm -hmm. Kids are just overwhelmed because it's fun because they love the misting and the wind and the smells. 
So it has been an incredibly popular attraction. Groups, we have church groups that come in that enjoy it. We have school groups, which is this time of year, just a lot of fun. And we have senior groups. We also then in the holiday season, because Branson's known for Christmas, so come November 1, we actually add to our adventure offering on Fly Ride, Polar Express Journey to the North Pole, and you're immersed in the runaway train scene from the Ooh, Christmas classic. Yeah, cool. And so, and it's crazy because it plays with your mind. You will feel colder <laughs> when you're watching Polar Express than you did when you're watching Take Flight Across America. Oh, I love that. So, yeah, it's very fun. Tracy, talk a little about virtual reality technology and really how it's impacting our world and our entertainment today. Well, it's just it absolutely is a a new dimension, the fact that you can immerse yourself into experience. One of our more fun uh, exhibits that people really have a fun time with is Walk the Plank. We have a strip of wood, probably no more than an inch off the floor. You will have the goggles, your vision on, and you will walk the plank, which will simulate going over a 60-story high in the air New York skyline. Oh, my goodness. So it is so realistic that we actually harness our guests in because they feel like they're going to fall. It's incredible. Oh, my goodness. So we have that. We have one that you sit in and you kind of fight off King Kong. So it really does take them to a different dimension. And as you said, it's a technology that is really taking yes. the world by storm. Yes. And with yeah. us, with technology, it always gives us an opportunity to continually add on and improve and add new technology. Oh, I love it. And you've enjoyed this, Lynn. Oh, I've enjoyed it in the virtual reality. We actually took that to some of our trade shows as Convention Visitors Bureau. Right. What a great opportunity. Now, I know you're on 76. Where exactly are you? We are on 76 right across from Hollywood Wax Museum and Clay Cooper, kind of catty corner. Yes. Them. And a, just right down from Titanic. Great location. Tracy, on a personal note, what's your favorite summertime attraction or activity in Branson? Civil Dollar City is such a, a beautiful <laughs> theme park for us. I mean, beyond the lens, I'm going to go indoor and then Civil Dollar City do such a tremendous job for our community and for them just to be recognized as America's best theme park yes. recently is something that we should all be very, very proud of that they are part of our community. True. That's a good word there. Okay. Again, what's that website from Beyond the Lens? All they need to do, beyondthelens.com. That's easy, right? It is. Tracy, thanks so much for sharing all the exciting adventure waiting for our bot radio network listeners to come and experience beyond the lens thank you (laughs) thank you for having us well Lynn, as we wrap up these radio shows to bring our memphis and bot radio network listeners across the network this has been great folks need to come to branson this summer there's so much opportunity to make memories that will last a lifetime whether you're going to have a family reunion you want to celebrate a birthday or you just want to get away maybe as a couple and enjoy just a, a getaway for the weekend Let our families entertain your family. And you can find out everything that we've talked about at explorebranson.com. Hope you've enjoyed our show from Branson, the place to take your vacation this summer. To discover more of what you've just heard, visit us at explorebranson.com. Bot Radio Network is pleased to produce this special broadcast with your hosts, Byron Tyler and Lynn Berry. Today's program is part of a series for planning a family vacation to Branson this summer or any time of the year. Remember explorebranson.com. Stay tuned to Bot Radio Network for future features from Branson. Thanks for listening.